0: okay yeah I'll i've watched a bunch of like best of 2020 album reviews and i'm like fully
1: triggered every time taylor swift is mentioned it's oh really funny. that's huge Pissing that that's that is like the album it, the, or the set of albums at this point i guess terrible. sure i i haven't given it enough time to you're, oh hey joe's here hey what's up joe sorry <sighs>
0: okay right on man
2: what were we all talking about
0: uh, how much I hate Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> cool.
1: And 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 this. Uh, we're lucky we're not recording this. shit. Know, because you'd I, lose us easily I, half our audience if they realized that you didn't like. I've Marvel had Swift. the Swifties come after me on Twitter before.
0: Ooh. Because uh, I tweeted um, it was. This was a couple of months ago. She started sending out like signed copies of folklore uh, to indie record stores because she loves indie record stores so much. Oh, nice um come on all, her, all her albums are targeting exclusives so oh. don't give me this fucking <laughs> right. but, but someone had tweeted at me do you have or like do y'all have this do y'all have this yeah because yeah, yeah. like we're a list our, my shop is listed because that type of promotion is done through like the record store day right, stuff right. and we're a record story store we just didn't opt into that specific promotion and so people thought we had it, and I tweeted, like, in all caps, like, we do not have this. And, and, and I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean it in a way where, like, I was like, oh, we don't have this, shut up, I fucking hate it, all you people for calling, or whatever. I was just, like, like trying to put it out in as clear uh-huh. terms as possible, like, we don't have this. And all day, my phone was blowing up. <laughs> all
1: the Swifties oh, came man. after me on Twitter.
0: It was crazy. Wow. Now, can we
2: get going though? Because oh, this uh, is kind of funny to I, hear. Come no, on, man! man. But uh, let's get the show on the road. I've got a uh, free-range, hand-fed, daily-massaged turkey ready to get into the oven for Christmas. <laughs> all, oh, my God. all right, hey, fine. Hey, I hey, the, We're not going to talk about Taylor Swift on the show, so let's just go. Okay, ahead. that's cool. a
1: fair point. It's a fair. Point. Right. Hey, all I right. I brought the beer, so I'll synopsize that. Who's going to do the film? <sighs> I'll be honest. I fell asleep <laughs>
0: uh, Fuck. multiple times. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, if there, There's a lot going The holiday season is in full effect. I'm trying to sneak these films
1: in before bed, and you know that's oh, not prime on, viewing bro. time for me. I, I don't care who synopsizes it, but throw it to me. I do want to do a little bit of a dive into how Daniel Obenton should have scored this one.
2: I mean... <laughs> well, guys, it, 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 guys, you slept through the film, and uh, you want... <laughs> You want to just speculate on the movie? You want to go down a gurney hole on the... <laughs> okay, uh, if you want to call it that. Yeah. If you want to call it that. I mean, why the hell? My alley is open. No, why the hell are we even here? For real. <laughs> I
0: thought it, I thought we'd just do this to drink the beer that David brings. Yeah, I
1: did bring a
2: gurney dozen. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course we're here <laughs> to Several
1: drink, rogue beers. We're we here
2: to drink David's free beer. But I mean, dude, we're not taking this seriously. And on top of that, it's fucking Christmas. I got shit to do. I haven't caught COVID at the mall yet, and I want to get y'all's gift wrapped. Gifts? Yeah, gifts, what? Well, I mean, spoiler alert, it's a beer, but we don't even have an episode. You know, this is a waste of my time. I am out. (laughs) What? You're leaving? Yeah, there's no episode here. Just throw up that old Lost Black is Beautiful episode, finally. Fuck.
1: Old people. What? Well, now what do we do? I don't know. What the hell was that? Is that? Was he indicating he was, like, agitated before he came today or something? Not that I could tell, but I don't know. Joe seems... A, he's always a little agitated. You know, to be honest, I didn't even watch the movies myself. Oh, so. God. Yeah. Well, so- <laughs>
0: Man, I had this cool dream during the movie that I was going to talk about that wasn't in any way involved, but I had, you know, I, I did do some prep work I'll to try to have something to talk about. Uh,
1: this is a bust. Come on. I guess there's no Christmas episode this year. I mean, our fans will understand if we take a week off for the holiday. When was the last time we skipped
0: a week? I mean, I, I don't know. I could I could go through some of the old episodes where I cut out large portions of... You know, where we go down real rabbit holes and... Or Or you could, like Joe said, do the Black is Beautiful
1: one. We could just put that out. I could
0: do that one, but there's no movie in that. That's just a beer uh, beer
1: episode. I don't know, man. I'll leave it to you, you know. Good good luck. And I apologize, you know. I I wish we had done better this week. Um, Merry Christmas. And happy Festivus.
0: Well now, what do I do? All right, I guess I need to see if I can find. Some... Wait a second. Where did this audio file come from? We haven't we haven't even recorded anything. Uh, I guess I, I guess I have to play it. Uh... This is Ethan, your former co-host. I'm concerned for beer in a movie. I left you a dynasty, and here you are broken, nothing recorded. You can't be the best beer movie podcast in the business if this kind of pettiness prevents weekly output. Sheesh, you have to work together. If you can't expect to be visited tonight, you will hear the voices of three past guests tonight as you edit in futility. Heed their warnings, or else, what the fuck was that? Oh my god. Oh man, I best... Ugh, I really better find something. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I think maybe this will work. Let me drag it in. Oh my god. I only dragged one file in. What is this What is this other one? Yeah. Hopefully it's not as weird. Let me find out. Hey Carlos, this is Harold, the guest of Movies Past. Do you remember me? I'm the guest that brought you your least favorite beer of 2020, hell yeah. In 2020, you guys did an okay job filling in the blanks with some older films. But you also included some junk without getting to some of the great classics. The vast landscape of film gives you a seemingly limitless global catalog of movies to review. Yet you guys haven't even touched on some of the greats, like Kurosawa. Fellini, Varda, let alone any French New Wave. You need more movies from the past or else the podcast will lose any shred of legitimacy it claims to have.
1: And most importantly, it won't have a future. This could cut this later. Let's just go ahead and go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of films. That we haven't covered from the past. I mean, we weren't recording for uh, the hundred plus early years <laughs> of cinema, so we weren't doing a podcast. No, it's strange. hundred years. I know, internet. right? Huh? But so, uh, I mean, it behooves us to be a little bit methodical about how we're going to get to some of these classic films uh, that you know. I think anybody who loves film should should know about the past and so some I know that are holes in our own viewing right. but others that I think we just maybe want to touch on so yeah let, let, let's talk for but you know what I'm gonna open another beer, you know, even my rogue, rogue beers yeah. here, right? And actually, I happen to bring something from the cellar, so it kind of makes sense if we're talking about these past movies. Uh, Todd, what a coincidence! Yeah, I know, strange. Couldn't it, have worked out any. It's better. almost like I planned this. But uh, St. Arnold's Bishop's Barrel. This is mm. 15. Mm-hmm. I think they're all the way up into the 20s now. This one actually came out back in 2016, so we're, we're looking at it. It's about four years old at this point. It is a barley wine aged in rye whiskey barrels and yes. it sits at 13.1%. Ah, so Carlos. Let's go. Baby. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get this open and but You go y- rogue very well, David. Hey, right? thanks yeah. guys. And
0: woo. this to follow up a 14% uh, pumpkin pie graham cracker crust stout that we were just drinking. I mean, yeah, that mm-hmm. thing
1: was chunky too. Was my gosh. Thing. Pulpy. Yeah, I couldn't even pour that down the drain. I think it would have stopped up my uh, disposal. So yeah here we go this is this is pretty viscous itself so get some in your
2: glass i'm getting a little i got my when i first got into craft beer was going around town trying to find different things i got into a conversation about this really expensive single beer yeah i think it was 11 dollars you know Mm -hmm. which to me as a new craft beer drinker was like what they can get that expensive and um he, he sold me on and I took it home my mother-in-law came over and said can I get a beer out of the fridge I was like surely she won't grab that one and she comes in with that one open like, can I get a sip of that please please enjoy <laughs> well these are good ones to share yeah. so and that's the
1: whole point here like when we're thinking about these movies we want to share with our listeners further on down the road from the past you know I'm thinking of stuff that I love like to me when i get turned on to you know early german expressionism and started seeing how that influenced all those great you know early horror filmmakers like the universal stuff that we've looked at a little bit um but i'd love to go back to that german stuff where you know like fritz lang and uh you know fw murnau sure. and, uh you know looking at these films like the last laugh uh you know metropolis m th- that just have this m. spooky moodiness yeah. to them and surrealist kind of uh, flavor that be fun to do a couple of those on an episode here in the not too distant future.
2: I, I we we have done no we've done no John Ford.
1: Yeah, that's a big that's a
2: big oversight. It's a big yeah. kind of hole in our I mean, as Americentric as we are, how have we not? <laughs> 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 I, I I guess we'd, you know, I'd want to start us off with the searchers, I mean, dive in deep to the one that appears on all the lists. That that's right up there. Stagecoach w- mm-hmm. would be another, but yeah, absolutely. See, sure. so his black and white, and his color work. Is yeah.
0: McClintock a Ford movie? That's
1: Wayne. I don't think that's Ford, though. It might be. Um, I don't know. Is that one you've seen?
0: I have seen McClintock. Okay. Yeah, um, McClintock,
1: and it has a it has an exclamation point. I love it when a film title has an exclamation point. If Maybe I'm wrong on that, though. If <laughs> uh, <laughs> it doesn't, it
0: No, it does have an Okay, good, good. That I do remember about it.
1: I, I mean, American said. film, for me, that I feel like we haven't covered, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot, but we did work in some Hitchcock recently. Yeah. happy about that. But film noir, you know, mm-hmm. like I'd love to get some of those dark yep. sort of, uh, you know, which, again, had some of that German expressionist influence, but bring in some of those more sort of, you know, darker, seedier, morally uh, gray sorts of stories, the anti-heroes that kind of creep in there. I yeah.
2: love to see Double Indemnity with yes. you guys and Maltese Falcon. Maltese Falcon, right? Absolutely. The, Double Indemnity is one of my favorite movies. Favorite, so good.
0: The Third Man, which would be a great introduction oh, yeah. to Orson Welles. We can skip Citizen Kane and uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. We should We're do gonna Citizen because, Kane because we, so we have do Kane. Kane. We're going to do
2: Kane at we some point in We haven't hey. done it.
0: And I would much rather do the the Third Man uh, <laughs> instead of that. Um, can stay awake for the Well,
1: Touch night. of Evil would get us film noir and Wells,
2: too. Okay, we cool. haven't done any Altman.
1: And Ooh, I'd like to rectify yeah. that. No, yeah, the
2: good, 70s in general is a weak spot for right. us. Well, I mean, Altman to me, though, goes on into the 90s. Well, the, that's the true. Players. Oh, so good. I can't help but think about MASH and Nashville. Nashville, Nashville. right. Yeah. yeah. We almost start there. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, just in general, uh, not having to do with the show, I have seen little to no Altman. I know I haven't seen Nashville. Yeah, I off the top of my. I'm sure that there's something because he's done so much. There's something in yeah, his photography that know, I've know, seen, but I, that
1: I didn't. Given know. when you came of age, you know he had kind of what? What year did he die? It was early
2: 2010s, right? He did, he did. I'm gonna oh, I'm wow. gonna mispronounce it. Oh right, yeah. But that would have come out and maybe shortcuts. Shortcuts, but. Carlos would have been right. Gosford at, Park was, oh, a, was a later fantastic one. Movie. Yeah. That,
0: oh, okay. I've never seen that, but I re, I do remember that movie coming out. Gosford Park. A, it won, the, won Oscars. Yeah, it was,
1: it was, yeah, it, was a, it was a big one for him. Yeah, yeah another
2: one for me is 400 Blows. I have never seen any of his movies
1: yeah oh, Frankman, we gotta get there French New Wave is definitely something definitely. that we need to tackle yeah. 400 Blows would be fantastic uh, you know uh, so many other potential Godard films uh, that, that would be fun to watch with you guys Agnes Varda seal. I mean she passed away and we didn't have much to say about it I mean get into Fellaini on purpose try to knock not. out some of these no, continents no, with Swedish Sorry. yeah that's alright
0: Uh Ingmar Bergman stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh man. We've done no Bergman. Yeah. There's there's so many let's
0: different. Just, let's just we we pool together. Yeah. Get the entire criterion, criterion collection for a Criterion subscription just and do we'll them just, all. Like, run down every other list. week.
2: New release Criterion. Yeah. yeah. It, it's uh, a good idea
0: because I mean there's so much stuff. Like uh, someone even had lent me a copy of the Seven Seal um, that I just kept forgetting at the shop and I was also not necessarily ever in a place where I was like you know this is what I want to watch
1: right it, it, it is a movie that's tough to get excited yeah. about
0: I would also uh, <laughs> some uh, Klesla- Kleslowski
1: Kleslowski yeah uh, the, the colors trilogy uh, the Decalogue the Decalogue ooh yeah
0: I've always wanted to see the Decalogue and I own a copy of it now
1: uh-huh. you
2: know? but
0: it's you know fucking oh, we
2: could have films. this conversation all day
0: um,
1: well there's so many things a lot of
2: a old big, movies
0: here's a big one that I also have not seen uh, any of it. Just just personally, and we've never done on the show is E. T. Kurosawa. I I mean,
2: oh yeah, yeah. Never I, I, Kurosawa. We, I had mentioned him mean, at some point back yeah. there, but yeah. the.
0: Uh, we haven't done like any, re- not a lot of Asian cinema in general. Cause no, because there's like the revenge well, we, trilogy. We've, had, we've had
1: our love for. Uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, that that's been the most like the Korean uh, love that we have there. Yeah. But we have not really explored Japan much or China for that matter.
0: Oh, we haven't done Old Boy.
1: No, no, or
0: or anything in the trilogy. Um, and also, that's just like a big like empty space for me as well. And I know that like there's so much great Asian cinema out there yeah. that I have never seen. Right. I also uh, haven't done any of the Studio Ghibli stuff.
2: Ooh. Um, well, uh, yeah, we should definitely I Haven't seen, I haven't seen any, any of them. Get my daughter in here as a guest star. That would be fun. I could do yeah. it.
0: Uh, Akira?
1: Yeah. I, you know, I saw that years ago, but it's one that it's it was so like, good. It, well, it, and I remember it being a pleasant experience, but I was a teenager, and I think I wasn't absorbing things the way I do now and recognizing. I was, I recognizing... was
0: 22, okay. 21, something yeah. like that. I was like an adult. You were ready. Yeah. Uh, well, I I just didn't know. I was never a big anime guy, right. you know, with the exception of like coming home from elementary school and watching Dragon Ball Z every right. uh, week or whatever, or however that programming played out. Um, maybe it was every day. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's another rabbit hole within the rabbit hole. Is uh, yeah. my childhood TV schedule? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was never a big anime person, and so. Just animation in general, I don't like watch a lot of, but there's yeah. a lot of good. There's
1: and, some great stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah I mean, there. I I love uh, you know a so lot much of that. You can do. Yeah, there is so much you can do, and stop motion stuff. We have done a little on the program with the you know Isle of Dogs, but it would be fun to. Uh, was
0: Anomalisa stop motion?
2: It was. You're right. So we've done it a couple early, early on early episode. <clears throat> I have an idea. Yeah, I I think that we should create. Just cut this part out. A situation where you can go down these rabbit holes, like your tele- childhood television schedule, and David could do his, and I could do mine, but it's not beer and a movie, so we need to like really fucking kick off that Patreon thing and get that going so that we can do that kind of conversation after hours.
0: That's true. Hmm. Uh, if only we had a Patreon. Uh, uh, maybe one
1: day. We'll get one set up.
2: Maybe one day. All right, anyway.
1: Well, we should probably get back yeah, to the yeah, yeah. main reviews, but actually,
2: I'm curious. What did you guys think of this beer before oh. we just jump away? I thought it was fantastic. It, it, as a barley wine, you expect them to be very robust and full, and this one is not. It's a little thin on the, the flavor body, side. Sure. I'm sorry oh. on the body, but the flavor is there. Oh yeah, and I enjoyed the what is it? 13, 13? 13. Did not. It did not. It did not hurt to drink.
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm certainly not upset about the ABV either. Um, yeah. I was. I don't know if I was overhearing a conversation, but I was, or I was listening to a podcast where there was. I think it. Was, I was listening to. I'm going to cut this out. Yeah, um, that is another rabbit hole that does not need to be going gone down. It's this is good. I agree with <laughs> I, I. I agree with Joe about yeah. uh, it, the body, <laughs> the body being slightly thinner than I mm-hmm. anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really just anything that cracks that double-digit ABV, you kind of expect to be a little thick, um, but it's yeah. not always the case.
1: No, but, it, but it can happen with barley wines for sure, and so I, I agree. I, I had kind of the same expectation, but the, the flavor, like Joe said, is definitely there. It's sweet it's malty it is very filling it's very yeah. robust and i can it's warming me already yeah, it's so fantastic. i think th- this will set us up nicely even though this was kind of a tangent uh, <laughs> right. it, it, i think it, i think it's going to feed into the episode nicely
0: it, yeah and if it doesn't i'll just cut it out
1: yeah you can uh, cut it
0: but i think well i think what we should, as a group should take away is that the, we ha- there has to be a conscious effort made to find a way to program this stuff in with definitely um Whatever new release, or we got to find the balance, we got to get some
1: of those classics in there. Yeah, we
0: got to. Okay, that seemed to go okay. Um, crap, I've been looking for hours for another clip that I can drop in, but maybe this one will work. Let's see. Oh, Jesus, there's another one of these weird random audio files that showed up uh okay let's see what this one is Carlos this is Anthony the guest of Movies Present it's finally
1: the end of 2020 you had 52 weeks to watch all of 2020's new releases isn't it time for your best of the year episode but with so many movies you missed like Tenant and Peninsula how can you even begin to pretend you could do that While you did manage a stellar episode on I'm thinking of ending things, you still need to atone for your 2020 omissions if you want to avoid the fate of becoming just another irrelevant podcast cluttering your listeners' feeds. Consider this a warning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you can cut this out, but let's just go down this rabbit hole. Because I was thinking about our year-end list that we got yeah. to do, the, the episode where we talk about our best of the year. And yeah. I, was, I was thinking how, how fucked up this year's been it's as been far as... Up, yeah. uh, anyway, back in episode 76 yeah. it was the most anticipated films of 2020. I oh, went back man. and listened to it. Hey, just, wait,
1: wait, wait. If we're going to go down oh, this rabbit hole, what? let's get a beer at least uh, sure. to drink. Yeah, yeah. A You a know, actually, Gurney rogue, rogue. This is a Rogue. This is a Rogue. No, because I picked up a six-pack. Early. Got get, uh, get the ins there. You guys know I, w- I work my uh, uh-huh. magic with the... Uh, well, with the you walk into the liquor store and they're like,
2: come over here to the back
1: room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but anyhow, get, get one of the freshest, earliest uh, six-packs of this uh, Anchor Christmas Ale that I've ever had in the past have you guys had this year yeah. after
0: year yeah yeah. Uh, i've only had one and it was from 1982 <laughs> yeah. that's right that's right at
1: that beer share we were at uh, yeah
0: yeah uh, Sh- at
1: a- shouts out tom that was fun shouts yes out tom, tom murphy absolutely um, well, so this
2: is a fresh one. That not 1980, That 1982 uh, was it didn't age very well. I think that oh, was the general. The consensus. fact
1: that it was still drinkable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think when, when you have something that's like almost 40 years old, right. it was like like myself <laughs> or fully 40 years old. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that beer was like.
1: Ooh, uh, this is a thick boy.
0: Everybody just lo-
1: just, or at least it looks like it.
0: That beer was like at that share, like whenever, you know, everyone is like swimming at the river and there's a big cliff and nobody's jumped off of it yet. And so like <laughs> you're like you're getting closer and closer to the edge, and then finally you're on the edge and you're looking down at it, and then finally eventually you get comfortable enough with the height that you're like, Okay, I, I can I can do this. Yeah, you know, that was everybody people would just kinda of walk past it like at it and be like, Oh, that's crazy. That's and, then they, and then they would pick it up and they would look at the bottle and be like oh man, 1989. <laughs> and then,
2: I feel like an event is occurring.
0: And then finally, yeah. they would pour a little bit of it.
2: Yeah. It was a process. It, it was funny.
1: Yeah. But, so I, I've aged a few of these over the years, but this one is kind of interesting. They've changed up the recipe a little bit, which I think they do year over year, but this one they say they've changed maybe the most that they have in of any in recent history, where it's, up to seven percent ABV, which is pretty good because I think in the past it's been more in like the six, maybe even high five range. It's a darker beer than it normally is. Got still got some of the same spices. I'm even smelling on the nose. Oh yeah, yeah. A little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon. Maybe they're forty six annual. Representation of that. Forty-six. It's this is exciting. Yeah. So yeah, well, let's just sip on this, and you know, crazy. if you have to cut it, don't worry. Okay, but, right. Yeah, yeah. But don't let's talk about these films. we well, just thinking like, as we but, get close. But yeah. But if
0: I cut it, our level of drunkenness will have gone up inexplicably. Well, no. I, I, the I, our listeners are
1: always ready for us to go into hyperdrive. But when it comes I also peeked
2: inside Gurney's beer suitcase. He's got a bunch
0: more in there. Okay. Well,
2: we'll see another Gurney Rogue before this yeah. night is through. Um, but I was, it's so dangerous. I listened to that episode 76 to hear what we anticipated and and be able to, like, how much of that even came true. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So we saw, okay, these are a few films that we mentioned in the films that we wanted to see that we got to see Mank, The Five Bloods, I'm Thinking About Ending Things, and On the Rocks. Mixed
1: bag, but yeah, we saw them. That was great. They were able
2: to get to right. our eyeballs in the middle of a pandemic when they, you know. Right. Um, Carlos, you. These are a few that you mentioned that you really wanted to see that we didn't get to see. The Nowhere In. Okay, I don't even remember that. New Mutants. Oh yeah, that was out. That it, or that's it, been theaters
1: only, right? They haven't put that into it just streaming.
0: Sh- it just showed up on uh, like Amazon to rent. Okay. Um, I saw it the other day actually, and I was like, after everything everyone said about this, do I want to pay money for this?
2: Fast and the Furious Nine. Which won't be until 2021. Please. now. yeah.
0: Joe, <laughs> Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman
2: 1984, which I think we're which, about, yeah about, of to, the come year, out. That's about yeah. to come out. That's about to come
0: out. it will come on out on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In that episode, David, you mentioned you really wanted to see Kajillionaire. Oh, I still
1: do, and it and it's had its run. It is available, I think, on streaming. We we need to get to that okay. one. That's one I'm going to push on soon. Yeah,
0: I. Honestly, forgot about the nowhere in, and now yeah. I'm very sad. Right. What, what
1: was nowhere in?
0: It was uh, the one with Annie Clark and Carrie Brownstein. Oh yeah. It's a uh, American psychological thriller mockumentary. Uh, Did it come out from a screenplay by Annie Clark and Carrie Brownstein, directed by Bill Benz, who I'm not familiar with. Um, it says that it was, an, an, its initial release was the 25th of January, 2020.
1: Which could have just been it showing at Sundance.
0: Yes, that's, that's probably what that is. Let me see if I can...
1: Yeah, well, that, I mean, that I remember that yeah, now. It had that... its
0: world premiere at Sundance, and then its release, the film was scheduled to screen at South By and Tribeca, both festivals were canceled, and that is all the Wikipedia first yeah, says about its shoot. release. Shoot. Hopefully, think well, it might not be been, until
2: 2021 now. Yeah, I
0: don't think it's been seen by anybody except critics and people with screeners, access to screeners.
2: David, you were really eager to see, at the beginning of the year this year, you were eager to see Memoria. Yeah, and I don't know that that even came out.
0: I don't remember that one either.
2: Yeah. You mentioned another movie, Annette.
0: Don't remember that either. What oh, 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 The Wikipedia article for Memoria has it parenthetically as an upcoming film.
2: Oh,
1: that's right, yeah. Tilda <laughs> Swinton, okay. Yeah,
0: Annette was the other one? Mm-hmm. I just don't remember it. I don't either. Yeah, no, the, the, it's an funny. upcoming musical starring Adam Driver. Yeah, that, yes. that was your
2: reaction exactly in episode seventy-six. <laughs> I think that you almost you pull the quote; it's identical. Uh, yeah, really... Leo Carras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marrying.
1: Oh, that'll be exciting uh, when Cotier, that eventually though. comes. And then
2: the other one you wanted to see, David, is never, rarely, sometimes, always, which which, which did make it out. And Simon
1: Helberg is available. I think it's HBO Max. So I'm gonna push for that one too soon yeah i'd like to yeah. see that one but there's a lot that have come up since then like that i weren't even really on my radar at that point that i know through some early festivals in the year that were able to go mm-hmm. kind of get out there Bacarau is one that i i heard a lot about How that you spell that a b-a-c-u-r-a-u you, it's been on already some of those early year end lists that people have been putting out
2: well, that's the thing about our, like, year and... I want to record the end of the year list, but that's fucking year has been so bizarre. There's so many out there that I yeah. want to see that are coming up on yeah. all the lists you're talking about. Well, it's... What's it, this Baccarat? Yeah, the... Well. It's a
0: weird Western. <laughs> that's literally, it says on Wikipedia, Baccarat is a 2019 weird Western film directed by blah, 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 Fictional small town, the Brazilian... Uh,
1: right. Right.
0: Sertau, which is like backcountry, which is beset by strange happenings following the death of its matriarch at the age of 94. It was selected to compete for the Bomb de Oor.
1: Palm de Oor, yeah.
0: Palm uh 2019 Cannes film festival and it won the jury prize
1: and it was supposed to get its wide release in 2020 Mm -hmm. and and it and it has it's made the you know i think it's available on streaming services but we haven't made it Mm right we haven't we haven't made it a a priority and you know another another one that i was definitely uh has come on my radar recently is actually steve mcqueen who uh you know we looked at uh widows right yes widows yeah um and he's done like a series for the BBC that each one is kind of a standalone. It's like an anthology series, and oh, okay. each one is like a standalone film. And there's one in particular um, that that's been getting a ton of praise called "Lovers Rock." That yeah, for, for one thing, it taking its title from what I assume would be the shot A album gets big points for me. But <laughs> but on top of that, God, you're a smooth operator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on top of that, Steve McQueen. I mean, I'll, I'll watch anything, and it's apparently like uh you know i think set in jamaica and or or reggae is a big part of that one so i'm i don't know that that, that's one that i feel like we need to get to here and it's showing up on a lot of different lists
0: i mean he okay so that's part of the small act show Mm -hmm.
1: okay
2: that's the anthology series name yeah okay
1: i thought okay yeah yeah
2: I want to see Nomadland. It's at the top of every single list I'm reading.
1: But that one's... I mean, it's been played so that it can be considered for critical year-end lists and and awards and whatnot. Although... Obviously, the Oscars have changed the criteria, so right. that that may not be as big a deal for them. But I, I don't but think we're going to be able to see it. Probably at least in no, the it's February. getting a proper. I
2: think it's getting a proper 2021 like wide release, right, right. whatever that looks like. Whenever it comes out, but you're out. right. It's but on a ton of year-end the, lists. These yeah. year-end lists, we get our eyeballs in front of it as soon as we can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I'm not familiar with this Chloe Zhao. Uh,
1: yeah, she, well, the film. So uh, the director, the Chloe film Zhao. she did before. The Rider. Uh, yes, was fantastic. You, yeah, you, guys, you guys should definitely, that was one that I think was kind of, came out early in us doing the podcast, and we, and we didn't quite hit it. That, 2017, that's when, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do both. Oh, well,
0: sorry, April 13th, 2018 for the actual, right. like, the actual release, the 2017 date was for Khan.
1: So, so very close to when we started recording, that thing was coming out, and yeah. they, anyway, we, we didn't get to it, but it was a great film, and I'm looking forward to Nomadland. Okay. Do you have anything that that you're
0: excited about? For did you pull anything from that episode that I said, or did you already?
2: Yeah, nowhere in New Mutants F nine yeah, yeah, yeah. and whoa, whoa. and the other ones that we had seen. New I think Mutants. that you wanted to see. Um, I think you were super into Mank, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
1: Funny I think it was more and. West Side Story that you uh, were. Oh, no, he couldn't about. wait. I'm still I don't his hands
2: on that property.
0: Thank God, yeah. and finally, still on the edge of my seat for that one. Um, yeah, fuck, I can't. Well. It really shows what the fuck I know about anything that I was excited for New Mutants. (laughs) (laughs) It was the moment. It was what you wanted.
1: Well, I I still do hold that the concept is a really good concept. Joe, did any of us mention Tenet? Because we still haven't gotten to that one. Uh, Yeah, we still haven't watched
2: it. We we did mention Tenet uh, in the episode. Yeah. Um, And Carlos said he's never made a bad movie, so how bad... Uh, this can't be bad, right, kind of right, thing. Right. Uh, I should have written it down. I did. I should have recalled that from my memory, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> I, I do. I. I. I guess I would stand by that statement. That I don't think no one's ever made a bad movie. I, well
2: We hadn't put a movie out since you said the statement, so uh, that's <laughs> except true. for Tenant, which we haven't seen. Which we
0: haven't seen. Well, yeah. but I'm speaking as like entire catalog I mean I am becoming slightly less interested in him as a person well, well
2: he's we'll certainly that, that's. Some. we should at least look at the film he's politicized <laughs> himself but anyway alright um, the
0: Eric Clapton of cinema <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever said that
1: <laughs>
2: remember that and put it in an episode I'll, if, I'll, if, I'll, if we don't use this
1: the other yeah, one that immediately jumps to the top of my we need to watch list and I'm seeing it show up on some of these is People have seen early versions of uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's supposed to be on Netflix here soon. Uh And Chadwick Boseman, that's going to be his last film. I mean, it was cool to see him in The Five Bloods. um, And one of his last performances. But this one, it seems like it's going to be a little bit of a meteor role for him. And man, I'd I'd like to see him go out on a big high note. So it'd be fun to to check that one out when when we get access. We
2: should.
0: Stuff that... uh, we didn't do color out of space on the show, I don't think. Do
1: oh we? yeah, no,
2: no, no, I
0: I saw it. No, we um, talked
2: about doing it in October with those horror films. Yeah, right, so we did talk about it. Or or maybe I should say, I mean, if we do horror films in the future in October, we should do it. We, on, we should.
0: <laughs> the timeline of this is really fucked up. Well, hey hey, you know that's, Let's not belabor <laughs> the point here. Joe said earlier that we've seen Mank
2: already. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That instantly got us. <laughs> no, into the I design. meant to say thanks for your point for. That seventeen percent fluffer nut um, peanut butter wasabi beer that we had <laughs> before in the episode got that to my really head. I meant it, to yeah. say that we should see this mank when it comes out. Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll watch Kane with it.
0: <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll do Third Man with it just to really fuck people up. Yeah. Mm. Now, as far as things that we didn't get to, that was uh, good. I. Um, to fuck up the timeline of this even more. <laughs> the Queen's Gambit was really good and we all know that I love Anya Taylor-Joy. That movie Emma, we we're got, not
1: beer in a series though.
0: Emma though. Emma. The film Emma. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, oh with Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, with yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy.
0: Um I I watched it. You did. At yeah. some point I'll probably watch it just cuz I like I like her. Uh
1: I love her. She she's but, great, yeah. Uh, the Witch. Uh,
0: the Witch. Who wouldst thou like to live deliciously. One of the best lines anyone's ever written in a film. I, I
1: mean, I think actually, and to have a
0: goat say it.
1: I think in twenty twenty, that was one of the most used parts of a wedding vow. That like, and I know weddings were down this year, <laughs> but to, yeah.
0: Um, I, I'm trying to. I mean, I'm trying to. There, <laughs> <That's so stupid. laughs> that was That was There are so there there, there are so many uh, there are so many films that had kind of like high profiles. Huh. For 2020, that came out to like very bad review. Like Capone was one oh, that yeah. got a lot of press when like the the images of Tom Cast Hardy as Capone, F- yeah, like yeah. were oh right. Shit were, set stuff, yeah, were released. Um, I think that. I don't think we talked about it on the episode, but I, I mean, this is one we've already done, but I think it bears mentioning since it was a lot of our last films in a theater, but we liked The Invisible Man more than I think any of us expected.
2: Yeah, that that, that wasn't like oh, a yeah, it was better anxi- than my expectation. It wasn't a highly As, as anticipated... the last film that we
1: got to see in theaters and, and review together, it, it, was, it was a good one to go out on.
0: And, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's this William Dafoe movie, Tommaso, did that come out anywhere? I don't remember. Uh, that, I don't remember it, hearing that. That, that looks... It's just, I think what's what's especially that's an ben- Abel Ferrara. F- oh, yeah, where where William Defoe love, gives love that guy William Defoe gives a raw, unvarnished performance as a proxy for Abel Ferrara. Oh, so he's I basically bet Nick Cage playing, is actually
1: playing, Willem Dafoe playing William Defoe. William Defoe is yeah. playing.
0: No, Nick Cage is playing Willem Dafoe, who is playing Abel R right. in an Abel for film. If they're
1: saying unhinged, it's yeah. got to be Cage standing in for him. No, yeah. that's, that's... Another
0: uh, unexpected one was His House. Oh, that was great. That was definitely one that we did not talk about in episode 76.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> or was it as, 74?
1: As a... You know yeah, yeah, yeah. As, like, we didn't know right. it was on our radar, yeah. but then we, we got to see yes. it, and it was great. Yeah. Gotcha. No, it's been cool. That's the weird thing about this year is... With films not coming out the way that we expected them to, it's harder to track these things. Like there's some films that early on I think I knew about that I just totally dropped off my. You know, I
2: got into the thing where I just assumed it would be nothing was going to be coming out, and I was relying on the new release schedule on a VOD search. It
1: didn't come up, Joe. But French Dispatch, you you were talking about. Oh well, I didn't get the ones
2: that I was looking forward to: Coming to America, French Dispatch, and Venom (laughs) Two. You had Venom too. Yeah, because I just love Venom. He's oh. my favorite Marvel I, I, character. I, yeah, I actually, uh, and and y'all I'm, y'all rode my ass for that. back I, Now in, that
0: I'm thinking about it, yeah, we did. Uh, we gave you no, French di-
2: French Dispatch. Yeah, I, we're not depresses my entire family that that did not oh. uh, was not available when it was supposed to come out.
1: And, and yeah, that's so the, a lot of the stuff that got pushed off. But, but, but hey, 2021 be
2: great. It hopefully will be because they're going to have to unload these films somehow.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, we got a little preview here of this uh, Christmas beer from Anchor. What are you guys thinking? Is this, you know, this, what was it, 46th edition? Is this this a fun drinker?
2: Every once in a while, you get a beer that must not be, it must be warmer to enjoy, and that Uh. was this. I enjoyed it more as it went. The very first sip, not that it was ice cold. Yeah. It wasn't.
0: Certain beers get better as they warm though. Yeah, especially you, the darker beers. Right,
2: and some and and some beers require it to really enjoy to their maximum, you know. Yeah. Okay. This beer, the first sip though, I didn't enjoy very much. Really. I'm tolerating it and enjoying it a little bit more, maybe getting to know it a little bit as well, it's, a, it's gone it's on. It's
0: a little it kind of dances on your I tongue. Think
2: the a spice, bit. I think the spice. I think
1: with these spiced ales, which often that's what these seasonal, uh, you know, winter or Christmas beers will be, the the it's a little bit of a thing to adjust to, right? You, you're not usually... And that could be it. Every day of the year having beers that have nutmeg and cinnamon and, you know, right. cloves. And I know a lot of people who get into the pumpkin beers maybe love that profile because you bring those things in. This actually does it, I think, in a fairly subtle way. I don't think it's over the top, but I, I really enjoy it. And it's fun you that You are they, enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. It's fun that they change it up every year. I mean, this is a beer that I've had probably for 20 years at various times. You know what I mean? Like I, I may not have hit every one of those 20 years, right. but pretty close. And it's it's just fun to have something that is a seasonal. It's always kind of trying something new. Anchor is a brewery that I feel like does not quite get their due because they really were the OGs when it comes to American craft beer.
2: Do you pick up a six of this if it's available to you once a year when it comes out? I mean, are you that dedicated to Probably the Probably for the
1: last seven or eight years. Because you
2: have said in the past that there are these annual things that you've quit buying because the quality has declined. I can't remember where you said that. But, yeah, I mean, there,
1: you know. there, there are some that I, I no longer seek out, but this is yeah. one that stays one on One of the my annuals list. that you look forward to yeah. every year.
2: Yeah, this one's it's it's got a high carbonation taste to me, which I think is huh. one of a weird thing Frickly, that my palate yeah. does. But um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it as I said, as it warmed up and as I got to know it a little bit. Yeah,
0: I like it. Um, it I mean, well, I I don't have as much I don't know maybe to say about it um, except that I like it. I don't have a history with it. This is not one that mm-hmm. I
1: yeah version that
2: you had
0: other than the H eighty two version. Um, yeah, this isn't. Yeah, it's it's not one that I get every year. It's not one that I'm super familiar with. Um but so as a
2: standalone beer, you enjoy But as it. a standalone
0: beer, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and also I think that like it is fun if a, you know, Pumpkinator is basically the same every year when it yeah. comes out, which is fine. Like it's good and it's a solid beer. And so, you know, especially those bombers are what like 7.99 or 8.99. They're or, they're, they're affordable, they're, Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not super expensive. So like for the price knowing what i'm getting i'll go grab one of those every year but it's not a surprise you know mm-hmm. it's not like uh oh what's
1: what's it gonna be this year a, yeah
0: what how is it gonna have changed uh, it's like always the same maybe all that stuff so i mean i i like that about them that they do that yeah and i think it's good and i also agree that it uh it warms, it gets better as it, yeah, as, it, as it warms. That's
1: And that's totally appropriate. If you're going to have this at a Christmas party, not that we can really have Christmas parties this year, mm-hmm. but if you were to bring this with you, which is often what I would do mm-hmm. with this kind of beer, is Good bring call. a six-pack to the yeah. Christmas party and let it warm up in your hand while you're talking to people and you're drinking it, it gets better. So that's kind of a nice bonus.
2: It's, a, it's also a testament to how fun beer can be. Yeah. To have an experience like that where the beer's literally evolving over a very short period of time while you enjoy it. Right. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't don't know if you can use any of this. Beer is as sophisticated as wine. I know we've never talked about how beer and wine may be similar or different before on this podcast. Maybe a future episode. Maybe it'll come up casually in conversation um, at some point, but... uh, yeah. We'll see, I, we'll see if any of this even makes it into the episode. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think you the should the probably cut more.
1: it and we should just get to the review proper. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, I've
0: been up for 38 straight hours and I can't find a way to finish this episode. Wait, hold on. What is this? Oh my god. Another random audio file has popped up. Oh my god. It's probably gonna be super weird, but maybe it'll give me some inspiration. Let's see.
1: Carlos, this is Josh, the guest of Movies Future. Seeing how you've been slipping on those past and present films, perhaps with the exception of your masterful Jodorowsky appreciation in episode 79, there's no indication that you won't drop the ball in 2021 and beyond. You need to be deliberate about pursuing the films of the future. Prepare for a mighty 2021, and you'll get your episode completed. Ignore this, and risk being confined to the dustbin of history. That's it. I've got it.
0: I know how to finish the episode. Um, But, did y'all see that The Matrix 4... trailer okay look, i haven't look, watched look. It. yeah 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 i can, no, I, I, can, I, can I can i can cut this if oh, okay. come on if, yeah if i need to but let's let's just very quickly before i completely lose my train of thought go down this rabbit hole okay yeah uh, yeah, yeah the matrix four trilogy came out or four trailer, trailer yeah. came out which extends the trilogy proper yeah i mean it's interesting because the wachowskis were so like publicly like and vocally against going back right and then i think even at one point warner brothers said that they were gonna go back to the property anyway, without them. Yeah,
1: yeah. But now I
0: think it's Lena that's yeah. back directing it, and Keanu's back. Yeah, Cam no, Nos it's like back. most of it. Fishburne's back. Yeah. The guy that plays the Merovingian's back. Based on the tra- trailer, says nothing, nothing about what this movie is about. I know, but it looks. Bad, it ass. does. They're, it good at so badass. They're good at that. So badass.
1: Hey, w- but if we're gonna, I have a feeling like this, you said, we're gonna go down <laughs> a rabbit hole here. Let's open a beer and at least drink while we're doing this. It's a yeah. rogue. little, little rogue we're beer here. Gurney rogue beer. Get, get an early sixer of the 2020 celebration from Sierra Nevada. This is one that I always look forward to. I don't know about you guys. These are twists, right? No, they aren't. <laughs> You're, That's why
2: you're you're rubbing a hole in your sweater. Then I
1: know, right? Okay, use bottle opener. It says, "All right, I got it. I got it." All right, there we but, go. But I what a little fresh hop. This is see. I like a seasonal uh, Christmas beer that does the spices. Sure. Um, you know, a few weeks back there, I had that anchor when we were doing one of these tangents. Yeah. Um, you never worked that into the episode, did you? I think I cut that. We cut that. Yeah. But uh, that's the
2: one where I admitted I wanted to see Venom two, if I recall. Think so. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But I love this because it's really Really doubling down on Venom two. You are. It's really like a wet hopped uh, pale ale, a wet hopped
0: American summer. Someone make that beer. (laughs) Someone needs to hire me for this. Yeah, it's to name
1: things nice i i always look forward to getting this so ho- hopefully you guys enjoy have you you've had this joe i'm sure oh, i've had celebration in the past yeah carlos i don't think so all right Not see all right cheers guys so w- while we're talking about what we're looking forward to in 2021 we can have some of these uh drinks so matrix I 4 mean, certainly
0: i mean that's my biggest question is like they've released this trailer i mean
2: i, I don't I, think they need to tell are you are what gonna, about. But how
0: are they gonna i mean it's the matrix right like, that's big screen shit. Like, yeah, you know. So how if like, what, if
1: we have big screens back? <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying <laughs> in it's big like, ways. Yeah, is,
0: I mean there, are, you know there are a lot there are a lot of. Hey,
1: I'm hearing some vaccines might get uh, cleared here soon. So I, mean, I hope so,
0: but I just I mean there are a lot of movies that I'm like I think probably should be seen on a big screen, but that I'm okay with watching at home. Like
2: sure, yeah. you know.
0: Tenet did get released and we right. Still haven't seen it right. I like know some people That have and of course Christopher Nolan's like a big screen guy You know that's why he pushed so hard for this But that's a movie that I am like I If I could yeah sure fine but I'll watch it it's well fine. and
1: I'm, I'm hearing it. that HBO Max may be the place where Warner is going to put out a lot of these films next year—that's a which, bold accusation. Dude, that, that would change ha- the fucking film industry. It would I'm change change hearing better rumors. have some
0: sources to back that kind of thing. No, this is
1: all whispers. That's a, maybe cut. You are going to cut this part
2: out, right? I, I think know, you probably should because so. yeah. that is I mean, a after, ludicrous after you idea. you said that, now what I mean, two corporations would ever agree to that unless they wanted to advance what the future of film is going to be anyway?
1: Right, right. I have a feeling that those filmmakers would not be too happy though, especially. especially Especially those
2: with the back end deals, where they're, you know, getting percentages of Cover the profits. Yeah, yeah. One of the films I want to see in 2021 the most is a film I wanted to see in 2020 the most, and that's still The French Dispatch. Oh, you know, yeah. Wes Anderson's going to get me to the theater no matter what. Right. So if I had to wait... we will risk life and live. I, I I know. If that had dropped in 2020, you probably would have gone. I yeah. probably would have gone. It would depend on, I guess, I'm where a very we stereotypical were white man. in the whole thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, when I look forward to 2021, a lot of the movies from 2020 that we didn't get to see are at the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Unless yeah. like magically something changes and French Dispatch gets dropped in like November or something, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, I, you know, one of my biggest from this year that is has already been announced very firmly. It's not coming out. Is Fast Nine and yeah. Halloween Kills? Actually, both. Oh of those, yeah. Both of those were supposed to come out this year. Halloween
2: Kills is the sequel. Or in the series of the Halloween that came out, what, two years ago? It will function as the third, having
1: because Halloween from 2018 was a sequel to Halloween from 1978. But yes, another entry in the Halloween franchise that I was looking forward to seeing. I mean, David Gordon Green and uh, Danny McBride, I think, did a great job with that uh,
2: reimagining of the sequel.
0: Depends on who you ask.
1: I, but we liked it. I liked
0: it. I liked uh, it But a lot. for
2: that liked kind of landmark cinema, there's going to be a division of yeah. thought. No doubt about it. Yeah, I yeah, think they sure. can do a good follow-up. I'm looking forward to seeing that in
0: 2021. 2021's going to have Big Willie style all in it. We yeah. Gonna, How getting so? jiggy with it. Uh, King Richard. Yeah. Uh, what is this? It's. Um,
2: I haven't heard of this one.
0: Let me get a succinct uh, description of it so I don't mess it up. An upcoming American biographical drama film uh, follows Richard Williams, the father and coach of tennis players and icons. Wikipedia left that out. Uh, Venus and Serena Williams. It stars Will Ooh. Smith as the titular character. Um, John Bernthal's in it. Um, Ooh, he's good. Uh, I can't say this person's first name. I'm going to mess it up. Anjanou Ellis. Oh, I don't know her. Um, I'm guessing that's a her. She began, it is a her. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, well, that would be a-
1: really
2: embarrassing. <laughs> Ingenue. Well, I don't know. That's
0: she is a woman, I believe. Uh, she began her acting career in theater and made her film debut in Girlstown. Uh, she's played leading roles in a number of independent films and has co-starred in a few mainstream films. That's just really a little blurb about her. Dylan McDermott? Wow.
1: Oh, that's what a blast from the past. I know. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Well, anyway, um, I mean, I'm there, though. Will Smith and, for a biopic on the Williams father. That's Yeah,
0: that's scheduled for late. 2021 as of
1: this
2: moment. Um Marvel's coming back in 2021. They're going to release what they had intended to already, Black Widow. Oh, that's and right. The Eternals yeah, they pushed that to
1: out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know a lot of Which people are excited. One, I don't know. We, the MCU, we have a tortured relationship with I'm It's
0: not... the same movie over and over yeah. again. It's wow. just like, "Come on, I get the escapism. I get mm-hmm. it." But at a certain point, like if you are a, you know, if you want me, educated,
2: intellectual, where are you trying to go?
0: I'm just saying, if you want me to take your opinion on art seriously, you can't be talking to me about how excited you are for fucking MCU movies. As, <laughs> as, I just want to
2: see where they take it.
0: <laughs> they're gonna take it into the fucking ground, like they're like. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's the same movie over and over again. Every Avengers, the movie law of exciting. American it's sequel
2: diminishing like, Return.
0: Yeah, but it, this they have tricked people they, by adding more and more just. More characters has convinced people that they're good. Like that scene at the end of, um, uh, fuck, at, at the end of Endgame, where like every yeah. member of the it's like a double MCU fold car- comic, comic book. It's just like
2: it's like a comic book centerfold. Why all do, of them.
0: Why do I care that? You're seeing all, a, c- a cinematic m- moment. and that, Come on. But there's no real emotional depth to it. No. We're not connecting with but you any know, of these characters on a fun... It's just like, oh, a bunch of shit badass. in the same place at yeah. the same you're say, time. You're cool. seeing something
1: badass. And it's yes. not badass. You know, but it, I do like returning to things occasionally. And to me, I'm kind of excited. This was a film that was supposed to come out, I think, in 2020, but is getting pushed off to 2021 uh, the Many Saints of Newark, which is like a prequel to The Sopranos. Are you are
2: you excited about that for real? I am. Because of the strength of David Chase? Yeah, because... I, I mean, come on. Sopranos. Sopranos. I think Sopranos uh, I, I love it. is I love a it. pretty...
1: Yeah tight, unassailable kind of I'm not finding kind of myself
2: excited about this for some oh, reason. And I hope that they prove me wrong. I really do.
1: Yeah, I, I'm definitely, I mean, in the cast there with Alessandro Nivola, who was awesome in uh, The Art of Self-Defense as the sensei. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I he's, did not recognize great. that
0: name, but I do. I did love the sensei in that film. Yeah, That's
1: Leslie great. Odom Jr., John Bernthal. I like him. I, I mean, Vera do Farmiga, like- Ray uh, I Liotta. I like I John love- Bernthal.
0: Vera Formiga. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I, I, Up well, the there you baby. go. So
1: I think it's a good cast. David in. Chase is behind it oh i'll, I'll see I'm it i'm excited when a storyteller goes back to something oh. and expands unless it and they're milking something unless they're that's, milking that's but i don't thing. think he's
2: milking i think it's gonna be i think it's
1: gonna be unique. i think david
2: chase doesn't need the money to do it yeah. so know. if know. he's gonna do it it may be exceptional so i'm gonna be optimistic i'm gonna have my fingers crossed
0: hmm. i realize it's antithetical to how this fucking conversation started but like leave it alone you know, like, but yes, I yes, it's some, very antithetical. Somebody, even F9. though, even though this started, <laughs> okay, nah. I was speaking more of Matrix Four. But uh, even though, like, this conversation got started with Matrix Four, which is very clearly going back and mining an iconic franchise, yeah. which they already drove into the ground with Reloaded and Revolutions, uh-huh. which I rewatched this year and no. are like, fine. They're not bad. Okay. They're they're not as bad as I remember them being. Like, right. I, I okay. remember revolutions. The being first like,
2: viewing, they never. They, the first viewing was so disappointed because they did not match your expectations. Because the, the second,
0: first one is incredible. Of well, we it's, talked about it, it here. Is, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. so good. But the but,
2: second viewing, you can just begin to understand it for the film it was rather than what it wasn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I get uh, there. And, and and so like. Reloaded, I was always kind of just like, yeah, it's good, fine, whatever, you know. But revolutions, previously, I had had a very like, this movie fucking sucks, perspective about it, you know what I mean. And rewatching it, I'm like, no, it doesn't suck. It's 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 okay. It's really it's not that bad. But I just something like maybe it's because I haven't seen The Sopranos, so I don't have like a fondness for the source material, and I just am seeing it from like an as an outside observer. But I'm just like. It's been a minute, like yeah. since that show ended, and also, like as someone who hasn't seen it, everyone that has told me to see it describes it as like this perfect series Supramas. of television. Yeah, The Sopranos. It, it's, it is like, flawless front to back. Yeah. So why taint it by going back and making a prequel thing to it? You know, like- you,
1: you, good points you're raising. I'm still excited to see it, and I think you should at least watch some. Early Sopranos and, and get ready for it. It's a prequel, so you're gonna like well, All you need is a couple episodes, and you're gonna be able to okay, this is what it leads to. At,
0: at some point in my adult life, I'm sure I will have a f- updated television that allows me to watch HBO on it. Oh, and if only. It's, I, I dream of this. Yeah. And, and when that happens, and I have access to all of the pat, like, because I haven't seen The Wire either, I need to see that. Uh, and so I'll go back. And I'll I'm,
2: I'm Sopranos shows. greater than Wire. That's a minority opinion in a lot of television. Oh, really? Circles. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. know. I'm, I'm Wire over Sopranos. Hey, do, have listen. you had enough of Carlos's trigger? Because I think we could trigger Carlos again with uh, four words. Another. Big film is coming out in 2020. Spit him out. Uh, do you want it. me to do it? Yeah, yeah. You, you haven't had enough. I want to hear it. Space Jam: New Legacy is coming out in 2020. God damn, that's gonna be good. It's gonna Lebron
1: be King James is gonna be there. Who's the Bill Murray gonna, in this one, David? I, it's probably Bill Murray. Yeah. Let's. I mean, come on, folks. Yeah. This the cat, is the whole
2: a Warner Brothers
1: cartoon can't cast. Elmer Fudd will be there. Perfection. Bugs Bunny
2: will be. In it. Oh yeah. The girl Bugs Bunny girl will be there. The girl Bunny's Lola. Lola. Yeah, Lola Bunny. Right. I what do, do you my, think? Are you excited
1: about it?
0: Put some respect on her name. You excited okay, about it, Carlos? This, fuck, no. this is going to be good. This is, uh, what? Fuck what? LeBron James. What? But you
2: just said. I just said what? Well, with um, Matrix, we can go back to the well, and F nine, F ten will be there too.
0: <laughs> the only thing that might get me to the theater for the Space Jam on is music by Hans
2: Zimmer. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay,
2: no, you're right. Uh, Nail in the coffin. That sounds horrible. <laughs> other than other than that, uh. I. No, that's I mean, hey, who who knows? That
1: could be uh, Don it's, Cheadle's in it. That's cool. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. If it's, I it's mean, a slow week, heavy maybe with Don we'll, Don we'll do that. If
0: it's
2: a slow week, Don Cheadle us there.
0: And I, no. I, I also uh, have started watching um, the Fresh Prince over again. Oh yeah. Don Cheadle makes a really great. You should be Fresh Prince really early on. Yeah. It's oh, like it's like wow. the first like half a dozen episodes. Will is having a hard time adjusting to life in Bel Air, so they fly his friend Icebox from Philly, who's played by Don Cheadle. Oh, I gotta watch uh, those! I had no cra- idea. I mean, he's so young; mm. it's insane. And like, love Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. He, he and Will Smith. I mean, I don't. I don't know if they have any kind of actual relationship. relationship yeah, but, right. Like they have such good chemistry. Good
2: chemistry. Right oh,
0: um, now one thing that puts me off about this um, uh, Space Jam. One thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh Space Jam Reboot is that they have uh very publicly had an incredibly difficult time getting NBA players to participate in. This. Really? Yeah.
1: A lot Beyond it, James.
0: Well, yeah. So yeah. obviously he's Why? starring in it, but I mean, a lot of a lot of it is because
2: Pissing on the original?
0: No, they're trying to get big stars, but by agreeing to do this film any big NBA star is conceding that LeBron James is better than them
2: which oh, nobody's going to God do almighty. Uh, so it but, was easier but, for them to do it with Jordan yes, back in the day yes it would have been wow. it would have been yeah. who's going to fight with that well, many might have but, but,
0: but they're also uh, you know he's first of all was undisputedly the best at that time. That's what I'm and, saying, and and also was not playing. That movie came out. In oh, ni- that's right. That movie that's came right. out. That in was 96. that interesting
1: break period. Yeah he, yeah, he was
0: actually playing baseball, and right. the fact that the movie came out like roughly the year he comes back to the NBA uh, in a big, you know, in a, like yeah. a real way. Uh, I'm sure helped with it, but a lot of it too is like, you know, I mean. You see, like some of these guys that are in it, they're Nike and Jordan brand athletes, with mm-hmm. the exception of Damian Lillard, who is an Adidas athlete, but a lot of them, it's over. Contractual stuff. What I love about
2: this show is the deep analysis mm. of the sports behind the scenes so, of the films I mean, that are coming out next year. We'll, we'll tackle that one once it once it gets released. No, we won't.
0: I will not see it.
2: No, I
1: mean, we'll decide whether or not we're, gonna oh, no, like we're not going to right watch it. Oh, sounds okay. like we're not going to. You will never watch it. okay. That would be a fun episode just if Joe and I were the ones who had seen it and, and Carlos had to, without having seen it, tell us why it was not worth having seen. That's it. a Look, fantastic here's, here, episode. Here
0: idea. is the thing I frequently have strong opinions about films I have not seen. Oh, yeah, we know.
1: Yeah, we yeah. yeah. no, just have we've heard. Won. We've heard some of them. Yeah. Well, what are some other 2021 films that people are actually interested in? I
2: mean, or that we can all get D- uh, behind? Dune.
0: I mean, let's talk Dune, about. Yeah, Dune. absolutely. You know? Denny yeah. Villeneuve I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in the midst of the book right yeah. now.
2: And it's a Chalamet marathon in our home Often with the young girls in the house yes. So that's going to be one for the whole family, Dune
0: this, now this is, And French
2: Dispatch, by the way This
0: is in Screaming boat. Joe, Top Gun Maverick
2: Oh, sure Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, That
0: has Joe written all over it Candyman from producer Oh, that's Jordan exciting Theo. You Wouldn't
2: went we? too fast The joke I came up with was that That film's going to take my breath away uh,
0: Back to Top Gun <laughs> Go ahead,
2: Candyman what was, the, what was the catchphrase that you had to do To get the Candyman to come to see you? Oh. In the original, you, yeah. say
0: three, you say his name three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. it's just,
2: yeah, it's like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I Beetlejuice. can't wait to see Candyman. Or Bloody. Candyman. Man. Yeah. Candyman.
0: <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, That's
2: the scariest th- thing I could come up with. It's very scary.
0: There's this movie that uh, co stars Justin Thoreau. Uh, oh, like, oh, yeah, with yeah Alana yeah, yeah. Glazer, False Positive. That sounds I interesting. Some, I saw some recent uh, press about that. Um, that has a tba release date um, ghostbusters re- has a tba oh, summer. Yeah. That,
1: that was supposed that, to come out 2020 it so, was yeah. that's
0: another fucking going back to the well and fucking mining the corpse sure. of this franchise because, well, but it,
1: but but i'm i'm interested to see it the trailer the teaser did get me interested I'm, a
0: movie that we watched recently that we liked a lot there uh the trial of the chicago seven no oh, we're gonna yeah. watch that in a few there months is, there, uh, <laughs> There's a character in it who is not nearly a central figure but who is an important figure kind of uh, as a as a B plot uh, who's getting a, a movie about his actual the person's actual life Fred Hampton. Oh right, uh, yeah. Who is getting the Oh yeah, uh, who's who's, ju- who's in that one? Uh let me find his name so I can read it and hopefully Daniel Oh, K- K-
1: Kaluya, Yeah, Kaluuya. from from uh, Get K- Out and Kaluuya. from Yeah, 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 Daniel Widows. I can, I yeah, never, I don't
0: know what I what the. What it's the a weird it's, hang it's, up it's, I have is, with his last name. It's famous. the two
1: U's. I mean, Daniel when you Kaluuya. see two U's, it's just but but I also
0: just can never remember it.
1: Like, oh, you know, yeah. Let
0: it's the it's the remembering it that's but he plays. Hampton, yeah, and Lakeith Stanfield
1: Ooh, uh, yeah. is
0: in it as well. Who he's plays, good? No, he's who, great. Who plays, Come on, Knives uh, Out
1: from uh, Sorry to bother
0: you. Yeah, he plays William keep, keep O'Neill, going. who is um, one more. I think crack trying to infiltrate Hampton's inner circle. Cool. Um,
2: I got one more. Yeah, uh, Peter Jackson's putting on a new documentary. Okay, The Beatles. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! So I, I, speaking of like, that, I never i, I like those two I, names together well, for some well, weird reason. Well, that's a
0: World War One documentary. was supposed to be incredible. I know, and I, saw, I never It's called The Beatles that. Get Back. Get Back. Oh wow! Okay, I, I fucks with that honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited if, if, for that. If how he handled that World War One documentary yeah, and like nice. the praise that that received in any way translates to this, I'm all in. Well, and
1: and I love it when like a great director takes on. Which I get it, you know. Jackson is is also somebody who's perpetrated some sins here. Some, the Hobbit s- series, is some
0: serious crimes against cinema, w-
1: w- was a problem. Uh, even even if most, I did like Lord most, of the Rings, but uh, I did, I do. Uh, it's fine. I don't go to it, but it, it's but fine. It, but it's good. It's good filmmaking. It's and it's is it it, good it's good. Filmmaking? It's good epic storytelling, but it's fine. okay.
2: <laughs> but Guillermo
1: del Toro. I think we can all agree as a guy who we're interested in, and he's taken on Pinocchio. He's actually, and this Ooh, is something that, that he's he's been u- like working on for over a decade. I mean, okay. this is a project that was supposed to happen, I think, back in the early two thousands, and then got delayed. And, you know, and it's been in sort of uh, you know pre production, but stop motion animation Pinocchio with Guillermo wow. del Toro stop motion that's exciting. Yeah, I
0: mean, if he handles it. In any way reminiscent of how he approached Pan's labyrinth, you know, which is oh. like a child fable kind of yeah, story, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Like
1: he loves that.
0: Yeah. Put the put that uh, the darker what aspects th- of it. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Um, we the devil's back. The devil's backbone. I think. Wait. That's the one about the kid in the orphanage. Yeah. 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 Like he has this like very like defining. Filter that he puts on like the child face, yeah, and he
1: loves the idea of. of the fairy tale. Yeah. but you know, I mean, that's there in shape of water, even. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. There's one Zola that I know. Uh, oh yeah, I read about that one, which I'm really excited about because so, it's based on a series of tweets <laughs> that a woman who kind of just like took off and left her job and became like a sex worker and did cool. all like. But was like tweeting the whole thing. Huh, uh, it became like a you know a, yeah. a feature profile in some magazine, and now they've adapted it into a film. Interesting. And it, it just well, it sounds really strange uh, for the basis of a story, and okay. it has one of my favorite uh, actors from the past year, Riley Keough, who you know we all saw in The Lodge, which was fantastic, and The Lodge.
2: <laughs> the lodge.
1: <laughs> a, a budget went to that but but i i am excited i am excited there's a that. lot of movies wait, coming
2: out in 2020 wait, wait, Music one, by michael
1: can... levy so oh, that's i do more? like that yeah, a lot yeah.
0: under the skin that's a movie we should tackle oh sure yeah um, have we talked about last night in soho
1: no not <laughs> it hasn't been mentioned on air i don't so, think no
0: the last thing that edgar wright did was baby driver which mm-hmm. i thought was a thoroughly overrated film oh it was great I enjoyed it, it was good I enjoyed it. It was good, but it was being heralded as this like okay. But what,
1: why are you, are you more excited for this new one?
0: I am more excited because it's a time hopping psychological horror, which is a new kind of territory for Edgar. Okay, right? I mean he's done the horror like comedy thing. Yeah, you know, but a psychological horror that centers on an aspiring fashion designer uh, who travels. Back to 1960s London to meet her idol, a glamorous singer played by Wait for it,
1: Anya Taylor-Joy. Woo! <laughs> oh, wow, it's uh, a big reaction. Last night in hey, Soho, Anya Taylor-Joy deserves a big reaction. I'm hearing this new series, Queen's Gambit, that's going to hit soon is going to be.
0: I've heard great, super things. tight. Yeah, I've heard been... people don't
1: understand. Never mind.
0: <laughs> Last night, in Soho starts in a more psychological realm and then starts to get increasingly intense as it goes on. Um,
1: sounds like
2: Kaufman.
0: It's you know, it sounds a little bit. Like what people are saying about this movie Black Bear that's coming out soon that gets it's, gets tenser and tenser as it goes. I don't want to
2: know one thing about that. Please be quiet. Okay, I won't yeah. say
0: anything more. I won't even say who's in it.
2: You know, th- we this... probably
0: we probably won't even do it, and we probably won't even include this in the episode. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah,
1: we'll this cut is probably this. Get cut. This is, but but it, it, it'll prep us for when we do talk about what we're gonna watch in 2021, right? I mean, yeah. another one that I'm thinking about Blue Bayou, uh, Justin Chan I
0: don't know what
1: that is. Yeah, I, I don't really know his other work but it's he's had some films that have played at some festivals and 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 been seen by some folks but this is one that he's put together it has alicia vikander who was in uh, ex machina oh
0: right that's good, that's she plays that's a play, good flick play. she plays ava yeah that was also uh, i I'm, I'm that was our first episode that you
2: knew her name
0: that was our first episode right
2: yeah
1: okay. wait wait was it Annihilation and Ex Machina? It might have been. It was. Yeah.
0: Because I, w- because I wasn't on that episode. And I was upset about it because I loved both of those It was those a movies. fun one. Yeah. They, they, Ex, those were good movies. Ex Machina, I mean, I've probably said it before, but the, it handles a very complicated philosophical issue in a way that is so elegant and simple and good easily movie. digestible that, I mean, it is... I feel when it came out that people really like praised it, but I feel like it's kind of been forgotten since then. It is a masterpiece.
2: I don't remember the director, but was the follow-up Ed Astra?
0: No, the follow-up was Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah, um, okay. Ex Machina yes, was okay. uh, Alex Garland. Right. Yeah. Alex Garland. I think Annihilation was the last thing that he did, if I'm not mistaken. All right.
1: Yeah. But, but What a rabbit hole. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Uh, he's done a TV miniseries called Debs.
1: Oh yeah, which I I, I, I meant to watch about, in 2020. Yeah, heard yeah. About yeah well, well, hey, it's exciting to think we're gonna have movies in 2021. Hopefully. And I'm very much hoping that we can actually see them in theaters at some point.
0: What the, do we think about the beer, though? Before we get back to
2: was it what, the ep- it, what this
1: episode is actually about? A
2: celebration, the fresh hop IPA that comes out every year from Sierra Nevada. I
1: love it. It's I mean it's it's just it's such a throwback. It's got that like more West Coast approach to the hot profile on an IPA which is Sierra Nevada's trademark. It is. And they're just I mean come on. I go back to Sierra Nevada, even the Sierra mm-hmm. Nevada Pale. It's just if there's only one craft option at a bar and it's a Sierra Nevada Pale, I'm happy. You don't feel uh, you
2: don't feel icky ordering it. No, and it. I yeah.
1: and I don't and I don't feel at all let down. I'm, I'm I feel you. like, "Oh, I'm going to have a solid, solid pale ale with a really robust hop profile that I'm going to get to enjoy. And with Celebration, it's that, but times 10, just because it's going to bring that freshness. It's got that sort of like, there's just a liveliness to it. I feel like this is a living beer. This is not one that I sit on. This is one that I buy, I refrigerate, and I drink as soon as I possibly can.
2: Yeah, I, I'm... I liked it. I'm completely with you. It's... um. Yeah, everything you just said. Well done. (laughs) I
0: mean, you know, it's actually interesting because at the beginning of my beer journey, Sierra Nevada is the brewery that turned me off to pale ales and IPAs. I have we discussed it it before. I
1: definitely get that. It it is a bitter, sort of earthy profile. And and I think, you know, the stuff that we know that has brought a lot of us around or a lot of folks around IPAs has been the juicier, more sort of... uh, aromatic
0: which I you know people debate whether they're IPAs or IPAs or whatever um, and I think that I think that's a great entry point I think those are great entry points into the IPA world because they do maintain some like distinct characteristics of what makes an IPA an IPA but also with all that other good stuff on top of it mm-hmm. and for me that has helped me develop my palate in a, in a way where now I can go to this and appreciate it. Do yeah. I want to drink? Do I want to? Is that your
2: first choice in a wider selection? Probably not.
0: Well, no, I, I I don't even. I mean, I think that I I I I haven't seen this on the shelf. Um, but if I did and I saw like a seasonal, you know, offering from Sierra Nevada that says fresh hop on it i probably would pick it up um but i wouldn't want to drink a bunch of the i wouldn't want to session these no you know, i'll drink one yeah they're robust yeah i'll be good like, okay, cool. yeah, yeah. you, you with that and yeah. i mean great for sharing as well um but i yeah i do like this beer and i think and i'm i'm glad that at this point i can appreciate sierra yeah. Nevada for what they do
1: yeah if this doesn't make it on the episode we should definitely do the celebration at some point a good, on, on a, a different call. one good call yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Carlos <laughs> Dave, what are you doing here well I, come on man I shouldn't have left the, the, we need to put something out let's you know I know things got out of hand but let, let's let's get it let's get an episode done
0: oh my god you wouldn't believe the night that I've had there's been
1: all these guests all these guests from the past from from the, the future what the fuck are you talking about man <laughs> have you been drinking alone here are you drunk? Oh, look one of the guests was Harold. <laughs> oh I Why did I leave? I should have been here. Do you want a beer? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I brought some with me. <laughs> I'll crack something here. What, what do we got? Oh, yeah, yeah, some of this 903. I'll take some of that. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: I. Hey guys. Oh, man. Look who's here. Listen, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have left. You know, the holidays are about friends and community and forgiveness. Yeah, and a bunch of other positive
1: notions that'll help wrap up all this bullshit. You're exactly right, David.
2: So so Carlos, what if you do sleep through the movies that we review? And David, of course your input on Lopatin (laughs) Needing to score all the films is critical. And yes, I do remember when a broken community could gather at the Nickelodeon and it still only cost an actual nickel. Really? Guys, can I stay? Can we record an episode tonight after all? Well, I I brought a couple of beers. Yeah! Yeah! And look, I brought my turkey dinner with all the trimmings. (laughs) Is that grain-free
1: fruitcake?
2: Just
0: for you, bro. All right, all right, have a seat. We just opened this 24% ABV Imperial Pumpernickel Pilsner. Whoa! Ah! Oh my God, all night with these weirdos, who are you? I'm Tiny Josh, Tiny Blind Owls Josh, not Tiny x Projectionist Josh.
1: So we just pretend this isn't weird? there's so
0: many movies and so many beers out there for you guys to consume and talk about may beer and a movie continue for a thousand more years and may nicholas cage bless us everyone
1: hey carlos start recording let's crack open some beers i think we just might be ready to record our best episode yet
2: and wouldn't you know it that's exactly what they did The boys hunkered down and recorded the best Beer in a Movie episode one could ever dream of. And you can hear that episode now on Patreon. Happy Holidays to the entire Beer in a Movie family!